Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio. This is your host Phil Evans coming at you live from the uh, 3CR studios in um, Nyagun or Fitzroy on the unceded land of the Wurundjeri people in the Kulin Nation. Um, we pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge the important role that First Nations people play in environmental and social justice struggles. This, of course, is the Friends of the Earth show on 3CR, um, where we dig in down and check out what's happening around at 3C Earth locally and globally, and also check out what else is happening around in the wider grassroots network. Today we're staying global and uh, checking out um, a rather disturbing uh, incident that happened back in April this year. Uh, Our comrades at um, Friends of the Earth in um, Bangladesh, um, also known as the Bangladesh Environmental Law Association, or BALA, um, have issued a call for an independent investigation into a shooting incident that left seven coal workers dead. Um, at the construction site of a coal power plant in Bangladesh. So in a bit, we'll hear a bit of an excerpt from our sister show on Real World Radio, the Friends of the Earth International radio show, um, with uh, one of the lawyers um, at Bala, or Friends of the Earth Bangladesh. But that's coming up later on in the show, because, of course, it is Radiothon time. Hooray! It's um, great to be back for another radio and be able to be in the studio last year was um trying times as we all know um but it is radiothon time and you know 3cr is such an important institution we have over 400 volunteers bringing you community powered radio every week so we need your help to make uh, radio a force for change and you can do that by donating to 3cr you can jump online and go to 3cr.org.au because we need to raise $250,000 to keep 3CR on the uh, air. So yeah, you can go online, 3cr.org.au forward slash donate to go straight to that page. Or you can give us a call uh, if you're listening um, live now or via a podcast on 03-9419-8377. That's 03-9419-8377 because it is Radiothron. So, yeah, you can think about things. So, if you donated 35 bucks, that would help us uh, for a new turntile stylist to keep playing some of your favourite tunes on the record player. Or if you could donate up to 200, that would allow us to podcast your favourite show like Dirt Radio, so you can listen back anytime, which you can always do at 3cr.org.au forward slash Dirt Radio. We'll be back in a little bit where we'll talk about that um, unfortunate incident in Bangladesh at that coal-fired power plant. But for now, we'll hear um, some community service announcements and some music. (laughs) 
3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. And it's estimated that even the relatively small tactical-sized nuclear weapon dropped in Hiroshima released about a thousand times as much energy from the fires that it started as from that already big explosion itself. And the average size of the nuclear weapon in the global arsenal today is not 15 kilotons as in Hiroshima, but more like 200 kilotons. So even a regional war, a limited regional war in one part of the world, um, such as between India and Pakistan or involving Israel's nuclear weapons in the Middle East, would have global consequences because this smoke that would be generated by burning cities. So the climate scientists who've done this work have really drawn the analogy that these are not weapons in any legitimate conceivable sense that can differentiate between a combatant and a civilian, that can be confined in their effects in space or time. These are really global suicide bombs that we simply can't use. 3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. To donate, call 03... 03- 9419 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. And that was ACAB by Surfboard. And apologies, I should have given an explicit language warning on that one. Um, good track to lead us into where we're at. Um, ACAB, I'm sure many listeners know what that stands for. But today we're discussing a rather uh, disturbing incident that happened um, back in uh, April in uh, Bangladesh. Um, where uh, some workers were killed. So Friends of the Earth in Bangladesh, uh, also known as the Bangladesh Environmental Lawyers Association, or BELLA, have made calls for an independent investigation into the shooting of a coal plant workers um, back in April. So this happened when police opened fire on workers uh, in a peaceful demonstration at the still-under-construction Bankshali coal power plant in Bangladesh. The workers were defending their rights and payment of their overdue salary, as well as trying to get a little bit of extra time off for the holy month of Ramadan, um, as many of the uh, workers were celebrating. Um, As a result of that police shooting on April 17, seven workers were killed and a further 21 people were injured. 
Subsequently, 3,562 of the workers were sued by the sub-inspector of the Bankshali police station and the chief coordinator of the plan, Farooq Ahmed. There are currently more than 4,000 workers working on that particular project at the moment. Friends of the Earth uh, in Bangladesh, along with five other human rights NGOs, filed two public interest litigations before the High Court Division of the Supreme Court of Bangladesh um, against the S. Alam Group, one of the companies behind the unfortunately named SS Power Plant construction project. Our sister project at uh, Friends of the Earth Real World Radio caught up with Mr. Barish Hassan Chadhuri, a Friends of the Earth research lawyer, to hear about how this case was progressing. So Bella is actually one of five um, NGOs who filed a public interest litigation after that incident uh, against the police and against the uh, project owners. They use live ammunition. And they're not supposed to do that. Under the Police Regulation Act, they're not supposed to do that. But also, the police have since claimed that they used rubber bullets first, which is still, you know, quite a sort of exaggerated response to a protest of this nature where it was nonviolent, they weren't really getting rowdy or anything. But yeah, they, they then started using live ammunition and seven people have been killed. So that number is a little crazy, right? Like 3,000 people have been sued about this. And most of those people are unnamed in the lawsuit. So they're just these nameless shadowy figures who allegedly are causing instigation at this place. This is not a new tactic that's been used. So in 2016, when there was violence there and four people were killed in the similar manner, there was also like 2,200 people were unnamed people were named in a lawsuit. And this is primarily done by the law enforcement there as well as the project owners because they then can like, you know, they then create uh, an opportunity for police to harass villages and local community members and workers basically to keep them quiet, basically to bring them back in order or discipline or you know, not give in to their demands. So Bella stepped into this because it's a coal-powered power plant and we had had been working on this issue for quite a while. And this wasn't the first sort of case of violence recorded there. So we had some experience with this case uh, prior, which is why they stepped in. Unfortunately, it was during this lockdown period, but we held a virtual meeting with sort of community leaders and some workers from the plant 10 days after the incident took place. And what they told us was that, you know, the injured have, you know, they've gone to various hospitals in the area, some are in government hospitals, some are in private hospitals, but they weren't really receiving adequate care, partly because of the COVID situation at the time in Chittagong. So they were sort of not receiving um, all of the care that they needed for their injuries. Um, There is obviously a police investigation and the local district administration investigation. So there are going to be two reports by those investigation committees into this incident. Um, Those are supposed to come out, I think, 45 days after um, they were formed. So that hasn't happened yet. How much can you trust them to investigate themselves, really? 
You're listening to 3CR. This is Dirt Radio with Phil Evans here, tuning in to a real-world radio that's Friends of the Earth International's radio show. Uh, interview with Barish Hassan Chadhuri of Friends of the Earth Bangladesh, or BALA, the Bangladesh Environmental Law Association, and hearing about the horrific incident back in April that saw seven workers killed by police at a peaceful protest at a coal-fired power plant. As Barish mentioned in that first segment, uh, this wasn't a new tactic and it wasn't the first attack against workers with firearms by the coal industry there. Acts uh, acts of violence and murder committed against people who were mobilising, fearing the negative impact not only um, on their community, but also the environment as well. And the thing that it's having as well is a terrible effect on workers' rights in that country as well. Um, Here's some more of that interview. So this attack that happened on demonstrating workers last month was actually the sort of third big incidence of violence that happened at this site. The first one happened in 2016, where uh, it was basically very similar. The police opened fire, security there opened fire on workers and four people were killed in the first incident. In 2017, um, there was another incident of violence where one worker was killed. And then this one, late, this latest one is really the sort of bloodiest episode in this series of violence there. Um, and basically what was happening was that workers were um, protesting because there were unpaid wages. Primarily that was the biggest sort of issue there was that there was unpaid wages, but they were also protesting because they wanted reduced working hours during the Ramadan month. A few, and they were also protesting working conditions and such. So there were quite a few issues that had built up into frustration for them, which is why they were having a big demonstration that um, was attacked. Yep, they're disturbing to hear um, such an overreaction by police and particularly uh, the backed by the corporations that were constructing this coal fire plant. Um, it's happening in the city of uh, Bankshali. It's on the coast uh, in the Chittagong region of southeast Bangladesh. The plant was supposed to be completed by 2019 but received a two-year extension from the government. Um, as we know, this is all happening in the context of COVID. And I think one of the interesting things about this case is uh, the, the the way that an environmental group has found the intersection to back workers and to, um, to stand with them um, as they struggle for rights because environmental and social justice issues are, as we say at Friends of the Earth, inextricably linked. Um, so the 1,320 megawatt power plant, named rather ominously the SS Power Plant, was jointly built by the Bangladeshi industrial company S. Alam Group, who was involved in that court case we mentioned, um, suing 3,000-odd workers, um, and also Chinese companies Setco 3 Power Construction Corporation and HTD, HTG Development Group Company Limited. Um, Barish uh, continues now to outline some of the um, corporate powers behind these atrocities um, and also some of the work going on in the legal sphere. Yeah, so the project is primarily owned by the S. Alam Group, which is, they're quite a big industrial group here in Bangladesh. They own a lot of different types of industries, real estate, textiles, um, other agricultural industries as well. So they're, they're a very big industrial 
family here. It was also being financed by Chinese companies under the Belt and Road Initiative. So there was Sepco 3 power construction company who had like a 20% ownership stake and as well as HTG Development Company, who was the, the second Chinese partner. I think they sort of act hand in hand in most cases. This is a contract with the government to make this power plant. As you know, it's going to be funneling into the national grid. Um, the government gave them a, quite a large tax exemption uh, when they were acquiring the land for this project and the, during the sort of construction period. So I think in most cases they go hand in hand and that's sort of represented by how they also are allowed to use state security forces or law enforcement forces to break up protests in their premises or things like that. Um, I think there's a real, there's a partnership between industrial groups like that and the government to not only facilitate, but also sort of protect their interests as well. Local administration or law enforcement or whoever the sort of government representation is, they, they want to protect sort of the industrial interests. And a lot of times that comes at the cost of the environment. So, you know, people hardly get punished for pollution or for, you know, not having all of their environmental impact assessments and like certificates in order. Like this project itself, we, um, in the case that Bella has filed, you know, it's written that they did not have uh, proper environmental clearance when they began work on this project, the coal power plant. Our um, litigation that we filed, the first sort of demand that we have is the creation of an independent judicial review of the situation because the court will have to appoint people to do this investigation. Hopefully that will include activists, labor, um, labor leaders, or um, just experts in rather than, you know, law enforcement. I would hope that that would provide a more independent sort of view into the matter. There's two things in terms of what's happening and what we hope will happen next with this. So the first is that the High Court has heard our litigation and they've passed some interim orders already and those interim orders are very encouraging. They've asked the project owners, the, the SLM group, to pay 500,000 Bangladeshi taka, which comes out to about 6,000 US dollars, which isn't all that much when you consider that, you know, someone has lost their life, but it is some compensation at least and a start. Um, so they've been ordered to pay that to the families of the deceased workers. We have also demanded that they pay the costs for treatment of all the wounded or injured workers. And so the court has also sort of agreed to that. In terms of, like I mentioned, those investigations, I think that's really the, the immediate step now is to see what comes up in those investigations and where we can move to from there um, in terms of holding these uh, companies accountable for wrongdoing. And I think because we're an environmental organization as well, I think one of the big hopes that we have is that, you know, this project will get cancelled. I think... Um, a 1,200 megawatt coal power plant that causes a lot of environmental harm in its nearby surroundings as well as, you know, contributing to uh, climate change. 
it's not a project that we need to have when we already have a problem with overcapacity and we should be you know funding renewables instead so i think the government has already sort of shown an inclination to moving away from coal in the last year and we hope that you know both the environmental costs and the sort of recurring via human rights violations at this place at this power plant will cause the government to cancel the project bad for people bad for the planet what is the coal industry good for these days that was mr barish hassan chadhuri a friends of the earth research lawyer with friends of the earth bangladesh also known as Bella. Um, and that is an excerpt of an interview from our comrades at Real World Radio, the Friends of the Earth International Radio Show. And I'll put up some links um, where you can read more about the demands that Friends of the Earth Bangladesh were making um, as a result of the murder of seven workers by police and the coal industry over there. Um, and also links so you can check out uh, Real World Radio as well, where there's heaps of really interesting uh, cases going on, uh, looking at what's happening in the wider Friends of the Earth Federation around in over 70 countries worldwide. You are on 3CR. This is Phil Evans on Dirt Radio. 3CR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. And the fossil fuel companies have known for decades what they're doing and they've made a calculated decision that they think their profits, their short-term profit, is worth more than the climate impacts that we face, worth more than, you know, Australia being engulfed by flames, worth more than, you know, a third of the Bangladeshis having the, the land that they currently live on. So we, we need to show them no mercy. 3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. To donate... Call 03-9419-8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. Yes, of course, it is Radiothon time on 3CR. And here at Debt Radio, we are pretty excited to raise some money to keep Radical Radio on the air because community-powered radio is the way that ooh, one of the ways that we're going to contribute to bring down the fossil fuel industry. So we see it heard in that interview and segment beforehand. Not good for people, not good for the planet. Um, and there's far too much power going on in collaborations between governments seduced by corporate power and all the money that comes with that. So, so much work to do in the space to hold corporations accountable for the uh, hor- horrendous crimes that they're committing, particularly murder. Uh, in this particular instance where we saw the police open fire on workers as they were just trying to get their wages. What a absolute travesty. So, of course, community-powered radio relies on listeners like you to uh, to join with us so we can bring you these stories, bring you the, the things that aren't covered in the mainstream media. So please do consider jumping on to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and contributing to the $1,000 that we need to raise to keep 
Dirt Radio on the air. So if you like listening in and enjoy our podcasts, which you can always catch up on at 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio, um, then please do consider contributing. Uh, maybe you're listening live right now. You could pick up the phone and call us on 039419-8377. That's 039419-8377. If you're listening live on 855am, um, or maybe you're just uh, listening to our on-demand service so um, at 3cr.org.au and don't have time to uh, call right now, but you can SMS in your pledge uh, on 0488-809-855. That is 0488-809-855. And let us know how much you want to contribute to keep community-powered radio like Dirt Radio happening and on your airways. Um, coming up uh, around at Friends of the Earth, there's a good event if you're interested in holding corporations to account. Um, regular listeners will know we've been talking about the Cane Toad Awards happening at the moment. So um, check out the Friends of the Earth Australia page on Facebook for more information, or you can go to canetoadawards.org um, to past, cast your vote. Uh, cast your vote on which of the um, nominated uh, uh, corporate Cane Toads uh, deserves this award, whether it be BHP, Rio Tinto, The Just Group, ANZ, Mayor Resources, or ResGen. You can find out all of the uh, horrendous things that they're all doing, although some people were probably pretty aware. Uh, but Friends of the Earth Melbourne is hosting, COVID permitting, a uh, trivia night um, for the Cane Toad Awards, um, and that will be coming up on July 1. So if you're interested in um, going along and testing your knowledge of um, corporate... Oh, I can never think of a nice word to say that is radio-friendly to describe some of these corporations, um, then please uh, check out the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page um, and click on the Events tab to find out what's going on around in the grassroots community around at Friends of the Earth. Of course, drop in if you're in Collingwood in your little bubble and do your shopping at Friends of the Earth Melbourne's co-op as well, open through the lockdown period. Oh my, it is already 9.56am, which means I am just about to get out of here. Um, do stick around on 3CR. Coming up next is Billabong Beats with uh, Gavin, and it will be a, another fantastic show. So do keep it on 3CR. But for now, let's go out with a little bit of Patty Smith um, and think about uh, how we do need to continue to struggle to bring down the fossil fuel industry because people have the power to do that. Here's people have the power. Patty Smith. See you later. <laughs> 